Sir, we're approaching a podcast. It's part of the Legion Academy Collective called Dice Time. That's it. Bob Swaim and Ben Jetrin are there. Uh, my lord, there are several Star Wars Legion podcasts. It, it could be any number- That is the one. Admiral, set your course for Dice Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dice Time. I'm Ben Jetrin, and with me is... Paul Watson. Hey, it's Paul. Paul, the unofficial co-host at this point. How you doing, Paul? I'm doing all right. I'm going to have to start, like, um, taking over for Bob, and you're going to have to, like, paint me into the logo or something. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to work <laughs> in there. Probably have to get it recommissioned. That'll be fine. At this at this point, you're pretty much unofficial unofficial co-host of the show. So, congrats to you for that. Uh, <laughs> next time we'll have an award ceremony, I'm sure. Oh sweet! Do I get one of those big golden medallions? Yeah, yeah, that's yes. exactly what I was thinking. Yes. So, today we've got a few fun little topics to talk about, but I'm gonna wait until we get to our sweet little studio that I've that I've went ahead and purchased. So, Bob is unavailable at the moment because he's on vacation, spending some of the credits that we got from our last job. A foolish waste, if you ask me, because that leaves the rest of the money with me to make whatever decision I would like. He left a note that said, Dear Ben, I sure would love one of those LAAT LEs to come back to. I would really appreciate it. You'll be my friend forever. Love, Bob. So, I've decided to buy an AA5 speeder truck, and that is where the money has gone. And I have it waiting in Bay 34, right down the hallway here. And I am, and I brought Paul just for added security in case this is a setup. But I'm pretty sure, pretty sure this is gonna be good. Let's go take a look. All right, just punching this code here, and voila! Ooh. What oh, a wow. piece of junk! <laughs> that well, I that didn't look like that in the hollows. Oh my gosh, this thing looks like it's been through two Galactic Civil Wars. Oh my gosh. You might want to try to get a refund. I I think there's some mold over here. I I don't think I can get a refund. That that window's cracked. Uh that door's crooked. Hang on, is that even going to Oh, well, okay. I guess, I guess it opens. Ugh. Not that I really wanted it to. It looks even worse on the inside. I thought it smelled bad on the outside. I don't even think these computer terminals are connected, man. Oh, this has got God. a lot of work to do. Oh, man. All right. Well, are you, are you cool hanging out here until we, as we do the show, I guess? It's not as great and luxurious as I thought it was going to be. I, we can probably make do. All right. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and take a seat in the driver's seat, and we'll uh, go ahead and... Spin us a tail. So, ooh, oh, it leans. Oh, I don't know if it's supposed to lean. Oh, well, I'll lean. So, the uh, first topic I'd like to get to. Oh! Ow. Ooh. Ow. I told you this thing was a piece of junk, man. I'm okay. All right, I guess I'm sitting in the, the other. I'll just stand. Uh, okay. Well, the first topic I wanted to get to today was... Uh, Yavin-based Team League updates. We're now two rounds in as Team Lackluster. 
just as a reminder, the Yavin-based Team League is a super fun online tournament that is run by the Legion community's own Endless, and has been going on for, I think this is the fifth season now, and where you bring in teams of five to go against other teams of five in a fun fun competitive bracket. There's a whole system of how what makes it different from other tournaments besides that it's a team thing, and I'll probably revert you to the last episode if you want to hear more about that. But as an update, Team Lackluster, which is comprised of Captain Jace Pippen, myself, Paul Watson, Joe DePinto, and Sean Morris. We are currently one for one on our rounds, which puts us, I think, second place in our bracket, or at least in our in our team pod. Uh, but we've been having a ton of fun. This is this is exceeded the amount of fun that I expected to have. In not to say that I didn't expect much fun. I expected to have a lot of fun, but I'm having more fun than I expected, Paul. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, definitely. I'm not a huge TTS player, um, and yeah, I, I definitely have to agree. I'm having a lot of fun with the team league. Yeah. So we have done. We did our first round. And we did our round against the team known as Mandal Motors, and we got paired up. We did our we did our games. We can we can briefly touch on our games that we did. I played a Sabine, Leia, and Triple Wookie list with Vets and Mark Twos on the Coruscant map, which was super fun. Uh, my opponent played a Maul. B1 spam with stap with triple staps, 11 activations, tack droid, very scary stuff. Also on Coruscant. We were playing key positions. My opponent, the illustrious Lord Dorn, who which was the captain of Mandal Motors. We had one of the most fun TTS games I've ever had because he was just a joy to play with. Uh, we were both just like cracking jokes and having fun i'm i i'm not sure of a more fun tts game that i've had because he was just like he was a riot to just to just be playing alongside and we streamed our game and i'm pretty sure everyone was so annoyed with how annoying we were but i loved it (laughs) we were just like we this we were making a whole narrative which i love to do during the game uh and it was just goofy as heck like the whole the key positions were actually like three buildings we decided that they were all bars, so the so the mission that we were doing was a bar run. Uh, you know, there was there was like like one of them was a Wookie bar, and that's why they're like one of my Wookies was surrounding it. They were like the bouncers, and then Maul was like versing two units of Wookies by himself, and you know he was in. I, I told him he was in the wrong. He, he he took a wrong street, and he's in the wrong part of Coruscant, and this is and Wookies ended up beating him down and cutting him in half, and. Tossing him down a shaft, I don't remember, but yeah, it was great. I had a I had a super fun time. Uh, I ended up pulling the victory in that game. Uh, it came very close in the last round because a lot of B ones started marching toward the center very fast, but ended up holding it. Paul, walk me through your round one game. Yeah, I um my opponent um his his handle on on Discord is Trooper. He, um, we also had a really fun game. Um, neither one of us are big TTS players. I think I had played 
uh, maybe a good handful of games on TTS, and he hadn't played many. Um, and we had some, there were some glitches going on with TTS, so we were, I mean, we were just very chill about everything when we were playing. Um, uh-huh. Had a good game. I was playing a um, Padme, Saber Tank, Triple Bark, um, you know, R2, uh, 3PO, and a, a few Phase 1 Troopers um, list. And then I, my opponent was playing... He actually had a, a Veers, Krennic. He had some Royal Guard, a couple of Dewbacks, um, some Snipers, um, some Naked Troopers, and trying to think i can't remember exactly what all was equipped on his troopers but um yeah he had a kind of like an all comers uh empire list uh-huh and um we were playing vaps on the uh jaku map i think it's called aftermath yeah yeah like i think that. so yeah it was it was interesting and i definitely i don't think he had played uh against too many characters with exemplar not that there are very many right now um i i caught just him two, out right <laughs> yes just two <laughs> both in that faction <laughs> both in that faction um so he had not come across the standby sharing to a saber tank yet mm-hmm. and unfortunately one of his dewbacks got to you know witness that firsthand and went down pretty quick to a full barrage from the saber tank twice in a turn. So, um, yeah, the the barks and the saber tank did a lot of work early, and I just was able to get up in the first couple of rounds um, to where he was not going to be able to get back. I was able to essentially knock him off of one of his vaps. He probably was going to kill everything that was towards my vaps but i don't know that he would have had enough time to get there we didn't play the full game he ended up conceding i believe it was the end of turn three um just because of you know the state of everything but it was like i said had a lot of fun really really good guy like would definitely play with him again online um if you ever see him around definitely like hit him up for a game he's a he's a fun opponent to to play against for sure Awesome. So we ended up going four and one against Mandal Motors. So we had four wins. Jace was the only one who didn't win. We kicked him out of our team as captain at the end of round one. And then because none of us wanted to be captain at the start of round two, we we brought him back in. So he was <laughs> captain again. So round two comes along and we're playing, um, I believe they're called only sniper deals and absolutes. And they were a lot more of a challenge. <laughs> I did one of my, I think my game was second. I think I was the second game. But yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so I'm playing, we kind of psych ourselves out on list building. And we end up like making some, a lot of like armor skew or like anti-armor skew. So... I kind of leave the, the the team to kind of like tell me what I should do because they believe they're they're in this mindset that they want to play a lot of like anti armor stuff and I'm like okay well give me a give give me what that looks like and I'll and I'll see what I can do and they're like okay how would you feel about t- t- double ATSD and I'm just like 
all right, I don't play Empire much at all, and I've never even fielded an ATST in my entire life playing Legion. So, uh, sure, let's do it. And they made they made me a uh, Imperial officer, do uh, two ATSTs with Hammer Pilot, Twin Laser Cannons, and Link Targeting Array. Kit it up. Gotta say, I love love that ATST. It's super fun, and kit it out properly. Super nice. I love it. And then three stormtroopers with Astromex to heal them. Uh, three snipers. And I feel like there's something else. Oh, a Union of Snows. So it was like ten activations. And my opponent, the other illustrious Hob, Hob Bram, Bram, Brambierke. I'm not going to get that right. He specifically made a name that would be funny to say and hard to say, so I'd look stupid. Uh, but his handle on Discord is Hob Bram Brambierke. I don't know. You just have to find it. Anyway, he was a super fun opponent as well. Um, he we 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 had we had a battle of the big brains in um, round one. He was playing Iden three three three, so I had to be aware that there was attack strikes supposed to be coming in, and I was guessing with all the critical and stuff that they were going to be going for my walkers. We played on. Uh, did we? I think I played on the Jakku map that you played on last round. Yes, you did. Yeah, it's the same one. And then we were playing Vaporators as well. So I set up Vaporators, and he sets up his. And I have an ATSD kind of watching each each Vaporator on my side. And we deploy. He gets all his dudes. He he deploys a lot of them pretty aggressively, but like behind cover where like they can't really see anything. Some of them have to go far back. And like the way that he deploys, I'm just like, you know, I don't, I don't think he's gonna play tax strike this turn because I don't think it would be that optimal. I'm just like, it doesn't look like a super optimal tax strike to me. So maybe he won't do it on the first turn. Meanwhile, he's sitting here like, oh man, this guy's playing two ATSTs. He know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what my list is. He knows he's played a bunch of games against it. He he knows that I'm gonna attack strike turn one, so I'm gonna big brain him, and I'm gonna play, and I'm gonna play a different card turn one, and then he's gonna waste pin down trying to counter my attack strike, and then I'm gonna get him. And so cards flip around, and I didn't play pin down, and he was like, "Oh, I've made a mistake. I I basically overestimated you as a player and thought you were better than this." <laughs> well, I didn't say it quite like that, but like this is essentially what he was getting at, and I was like, "Nope." I have no idea what I'm doing. And he was like, ah, so you're unpredictable because I can't, I can't predict what you're doing because you don't even know what you're doing. And I was like, now you've got it. It's too late, but now you've got it. (laughs) So the rest of the game was a lot of, uh, was a lot of fun dice pools of like nine full nine boat hits going in from ATSTs, pretty much deleting units left and right. Um, I pretty much wiped out a mortar and an ISF like turn one. Took a lot of his units down. Took a lot of his offensive firepower down pretty early. So I thought I played pin down turn two because I thought he's already lost one of his ISF. If he hopes to get any strength out of tactical strike, he's gonna have to play it like this turn. But he didn't play it turn two. So then I weakened another ISF and started whittling down a lot of his forces. So by the time turn three, when when he did play tax strike, rolled around, it was a very, it was a very suboptimal tax strike, which is kind of the gimmick of that list. So, 
it, the the gimmick it had did not did not deliver. I did have a lot of ATST fire, or it was a lot of fire at one of my ATSTs. The other one I don't think took a single shot the entire game. Uh, it pretty much just stayed on a hill and was and was healthy and good. Uh, so all my stormtroopers with Astromex had to run over and keep the thing healed, and uh, I, I kept it going as long as I could. And finally, there was one shot where it had four wounds left after being healed everything on all my Astromex, fully tapped. It had four wounds left, and my opponent did a shot that was four four wounds and I was like, okay, well, here we go, and rolled all four white dice, and I got paint on all of them, and I freaked out, <laughs> because <laughs> that was, like, the most, that was the craziest roll for me that whole game. Not even all the awesome hot sniper dice I rolled early on. It was like, I hadn't rolled any saves on that ATSD pretty much all game, which, white dice, you know, whatever. But I rolled all four of them in that last shot. I felt so bad for him, because the game was already kind of leaning in my favor by that point. But at the same time, it felt so good just to like four paint on white dice. When I surge on defense, I was like, Oh, that's so good. But so bad for you. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was definitely the turning point for that one. Yeah. Like it, that, well, that was, that was more like the nail in the coffin really. Yeah. And then he gave up on the, he gave up on the Walker. That was, I think the last attack that got shot at the Walker, which if that happened to me, I would do the same thing. <laughs> I would be like, all right, I just have to pretend that I killed this thing and move on with what I was going to do next. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to dump all my firepower into this thing and I might not even kill it. But yeah, it was a that was also a really fun game. So I ended up pulling the victory on that one as well due to uh, kill points. Actually, well, no, not even that. He, he conceded at the end of turn five, because he was like, you're just going to have to really misplay turn six to get it to, to, for me to win. So, yeah, so yeah. It, you both had your vaps at, like where they needed to be on your yeah. side, but you, he hadn't killed any activations off of your side of the board and you had killed quite a few of his. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, because at a time of recording, we have not done round three yet. Round three is ma- matched made and going to be happening this next week. But uh, as of when upload should be, uh, we are just currently two rounds deep. And I am currently 2-0, and which is very surprisingly the best record on our team, which I, I, was gonna say, I yeah, still don't, don't believe. Don't. I still don't believe that, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, so, says the person who says, you guys have to carry me from the yeah. beginning. And you're the only one who's won both of your games. I, I initially, when, well, I was like, I'm on a team with these, these, I know they're great players. I'm like, I've seen Jace play on Friday Night Fights. I know Joe, Joe DePinto's record. Joe, Joe DePinto, Paul Watson, Sean Morris have all gone to Worlds. I don't know if Jace has gone, has Jace gone to Worlds? I don't think he's gone yet. Okay, well, he, he will. Uh, but he's, seen he's gotten really far in Invader Leagues, right? Yeah, yeah, and I've seen him play Invader League, too. That was the other thing. And it's just, like, I feel like the lowest rung on the ladder. when Like, before round one started, I'm like, I feel like the lowest rung on this, on this ladder. I kind of feel like I got shoehorned in on a team of really good competitive players, and I'm just kind of here. So hopefully they just carry me. And then I've won both of my games, and everyone else is one and one. And I'm like, oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, you've been, you've been playing really well. So. I, yeah. I'm still having trouble believing it, but 
I'm still placing myself as the bottom rung. This is all circumstance. It's luck. I don't know. No, they're, they're, I, I, I can't ever say that it's just luck because that just downplays my opponents because they, they play extremely well. Both my opponents played really well. Um, Paul, do you want to talk about your round two game? I'd rather not, but... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh, no. The, so, so I mean, like you said, the, the team that we played in the second round have a lot they they also have a lot of competitive players right that they're number one in our uh in our in our team pod right now that's, that's yeah the, i think they went five and oh in their first round yeah, um, and then they went three and two obviously in the second round because we won two of their games so yeah. and i will say though like all of our games were real close except for i don't maybe joe's um joe had a rough time <laughs> yeah um joe I, did not I, have a dice time no, Joe did not have a dice time. Neither did I. Um, <laughs> but um, I also made some mistakes too. So I, so my game, I ended up playing um, uh, a guy. His name is Richie, uh, and his his handle on Discord is uh, Cowboy Tyrone. If people have played him or seen him around on on TTS playing, he's been playing a lot of triple Wookiee lists uh, lately. Um, and he's actually a guy who's local in my scene. So we play each mm-hmm. other all the time. He actually comes over to my house sometimes and we'll, we'll throw down and play a game. <laughs> and so we had to, you know, go to a galaxy far, far away on TTS to play yeah. <laughs> each other, even though we could have just gone to one another's homes or met up at the game store and played. <laughs> um, so we got to play a game online. <laughs> it's like the only person on their team that I didn't really want to play. Cause no matter what tournament we go to, no matter how far we travel, we always end up playing each other. Yep. It's just like, that's just the way it is. Right. Um, so our team banned Wookiees on purpose. Cause we knew yep. he was on this team and we're just wanted to make him play something else. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause he's, he's been playing that Wookiee triple Wookiee list for a long time and is, is quite good with it. So, um, he ended up playing, it was a droid list with an AT, um, six B ones, four had the, what is it? The E five C and then two with just a repair droid. And then he had, um, two, two BX commandos uh, with Sab, and then the um, the new generic commander. I don't, I don't, I haven't played droids enough to remember all their names. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, so he was playing that. I was playing a Luke commander, Luke, um, Lando. Because we banned up Luke. Yep, we banned up Luke. Um, so Luke Lando, I had an airspeeder, no, not airspeeder, land speeder, excuse me, um, triple rotary RTs, and then um, just some core units to, to fill out the rest of it there. And we played, and I'm trying to remember, we played on, oh, the wintry map. Starkiller Base. Starkiller Base, yes, thank you. Yep. Um, we play on Starkiller Base. I actually really like that map. Um, it has good line of sight blocking, but then it has a lot of area terrain, but not the area terrain also isn't difficult for your troopers to move through. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting map. You have there's a lot of light cover around, but um, 
not preventing you from moving around uh, on the board. I yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I played Luke like I have never played Luke in my life, and Luke is probably the commander that I've probably played the most uh-huh. between. Commander Luke and Op Luke, like, I've played plenty of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played him like I never, like, first-time Luke player and got him killed in the big first action of the second round, I think. it No, uh, it wasn't first action. It was, like, middle of second round. Um, but just left him out in the open like a dummy. Um, so I was down essentially 200 points, you know, by the beginning, middle of the second round. Right. Um, and then was just, like clawing my way back through we were playing hostage um i don't think i don't the other conditions weren't really important (laughs) um (laughs) oh rapid we did rapid that was um the other one that he put his bx droids down in commando droids and um in the rapid but um yeah i i got luke killed early and so then i was it was interesting because I was chasing the game point-wise, but I had gotten myself in a position where my hostage was like already at my board edge, mm-hmm. and his hostage was stuck towards the middle of the board. And between my land speeder um, and an RT that I had r- ran up to the like middle of the board, I was able to sit there and like shoot and kick and like run over his units so much that they couldn't get anywhere. Like I would kill the guy, like kill the unit. So they would drop it before they could get anywhere with it. And then the next unit would have to like double move. And so it couldn't even like pick it up till the following turn. Mm -hmm. And by that time I had whittled it down a little bit. So he would pick it up with like a half, you know, half Half squad. Yeah. And then I would end up, kicking them with the RT and like making him drop it again. And um, so I, I was doing a really good job keeping him from holding on to his um, hostage, but I just didn't have enough like bodies on my end either. Cause he still had his AT that was just shooting, you know, full boat shots <laughs> into, you know, like a naked trooper squad or like yep. an astromech trooper squad. So it's just like they're dying. <laughs> um, but it ended up being a very close game. We played it, you know, even though I was down and was losing stuff by, by round three, I knew that the game was getting very out of hand for me. Um, and it just got compounded by some dice rolls, like my land speeder rolling um, the two white for the, built-in gun, two white for the rifle gunner, and then the four black um, from the Mark II on it, eight dice into his tack droid commander that only had one life left, roll eight dice, and only hit with one yep. out of all of that. Like, And then, of course, he just blocks it. Yep. And Dang. so his, his tack droid lived for three rounds when he probably should have been dead the first one that I shot him with. <laughs> um, so that was where my dice just were not being cooperative with me either. Uh, but even with all that said, um, we played it to the end. He definitely had, like, he had almost killed my entire army, but it, it came down to a dice roll. It came down to could his BX droids do enough damage to Lando, and Lando was at half health, and I think with uncanny luck, I think he took like, if he could have saved one more damage, I actually would have won the game because I was able to... Lando was holding my hostage 
and I had gotten to the point where my land speeder had split fired into his two B1 units that were close um, close to the objective and then did my compulsory move and landed on both of them, giving them another suppression. And they were not in range of the BX droids that he had made his commander after I killed this uh. commander. And so they both actually um, panicked. They they either panicked or they got only got the one action. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They both panicked because droids aren't affected by the action. That's right. Right. Yeah. So they both they both ended up panicking and not being able to pick up the hostage. So we ended the game. My hostage was on the ground and his hostage was on the ground. So it was and then a zero, zero tie, but he won on points. Dang. So just a couple of dice rolls, ah. um, you know, ended up being the game, even though, you know, I played very poorly at the beginning. Um, <laughs> those are the best games of Legion that come down to like a dice roll at the end. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, people then, might argue that it's like, man, we might as well have just done this in the beginning and not played the game. But I'm just like, <laughs> no, like. That just shows that you're two that you two are like really really good players when it comes down to that at the end. Yeah, like and it was so much fun. Um, the the RT that I had in the middle of the board had actually been damaged right away at the beginning of the game, and um, I I rolled the weapon damage, so the the rotary cannon was damaged from the beginning. Yikes. Which he was super excited about. Well, I healed that RT a little bit before it ran up to the middle, but then that RT literally just spent the entire game moving and trampling over something to give it a suppression, <laughs> and then kicking people with the three red oh dice. Oh my gosh! So That's it so was good. like it was so fun just to have that RT like backing up over droids. It's like every time the droids would pick something up, like the RT would march over them and kick them. <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so we, good. we had a lot of good laughs. Um, you know, our games are usually pretty close. I actually got Richie into the game um, and taught him how to play, um, and he got he got good very quickly. <laughs> the circle is um, now complete. Yeah, and so we our games are always real close. Um, so we have some good some good times playing games and getting competitive with it and you know yeah. he got the he got the better of me this time i think the past couple of times we've met i've gotten the better of him so it's a uh, it was probably about my time right so i'm sure we'll run into them again and then he will feel oh i'm sure ass. <laughs> sooner than we think yeah probably all right well so we've had a we've had a blast in the Yavin Base Team League so far. We, Paul, I mean, like, a lot of us, but Paul and I, like, have been talking about several times that we're just so in love with the team-based gameplay and format. Not so much because of, like, how, like, how it works in a game, but, like, the atmosphere that you have on being on a team and all the camaraderie between all the teammates and talking about each other's games and... And uh, I think Joe either said it or made me realize it, but he was talking about, like, when one of us wins, we all win. So right. there's less feel bad. Like, you would ha- you would have a tournament where, like, if you win, it's like, yay, you won, and, like, you're happy. And if you lose, it's like, aw, you know, you feel bad. But on a team of five people, you're going for three wins. You know, if you lose, that that, that sucks. But, you know you might end up winning that round because your teammates win. 
So right. you're cheering on your teammates, and it's like there's a whole there's a whole atmosphere and a whole audience who are all watching your game, who are all excited for one team or the other, and they're all rooting for you, you know. And it's Absolutely. just like, yeah, and we and we're loving loving the 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 team the team based gameplay going on with that dynamic. Yeah, no, definitely. I I really enjoy that piece. It's like even this last round, like as a team, we lost, but like. For instance, your game, I got to watch all of your game. It was so much fun to watch your game and to see you do well um, with a list that, you know, you've never played with mm-hmm. units you've never played before. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that kind of stuff is just so much fun um, to be a part of. And definitely, I'm definitely interested. I know we like our team has been talking a lot about how to um, incorporate this into some you know, real life tournaments or events or things like that. So uh-huh. um, I'm definitely excited for that um, prospect, um, being able to do something like that in person. Now five people is quite a bit for a team, but. Um, for real life. Yeah, for, for real, real life. Real life tournament. team tournaments are harder to do, but we have some ideas in the works. We might We might be able to finalize something at some point soon and talk about it, but. We'll leave it. We'll leave it as it is right now, as we as we further develop it. Yeah, absolutely. Stay tuned for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. Unless, of course, you're flipping that dial over to our other favorite channel, the Legion Academy. Wait a minute. That's the channel that this is on. So never mind. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Legion Academy is back. Er, I was gonna say it's back. No, they're still going. Friday Night Fights is back. Yes. That's the news. Actually um, going on here in a few minutes while we're recording, right? Yeah, <laughs> as of time of recording, it should be going live soon. As of time of when this uploads, it already happened. Uh, go back and watch it if you haven't. Cause yeah, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Jace only yeah, I mean, knocked over half of the terrain this time. <laughs> well, we got a photo of Sean like setting up the table, and he was just like, check it out and it was like five pieces of terrain like <laughs> there was nothing there and we were just like wow it sucks <laughs> it's so <But> yeah. fair <laughs> i'm sure i was gonna say i'm sure it i'll have to see the table here in a few minutes and see what it looks like but yeah i'm like super excited to get back into it um i had i have like other stuff i have to do tonight otherwise uh i would love to like go on and uh co-host and stuff hopefully i can next week i would love i i, I really miss chiming in and doing friday night fights it was really fun so yeah. i'm really well, glad that's back yeah hopefully we can uh it can continue and canada can keep COVID under control enough that they can continue to meet and play and yeah. have friday night fights because yes i agree it's a lot of fun i think a lot of people enjoy you know jumping and chat together while it's all going on and you know talking to each other and it's the it's the team dynamic again yeah absolutely actually yeah that's kind of what it is except nobody's got personal stakes in their own benefit of winning or losing but right you know we have we it's friday night you have the fun of it anyway otherwise go check out their uh regular live shows they're normally on wednesdays give or take one or two days uh for international shipping uh (laughs) but we always have a good time we occasionally jump in, but they've been, they're also talking about Team League. So, I mean, if you listen to one, you're listening to the other. You're probably getting double the, the Team League exposure. So, uh, you're, you're just hearing it from all angles. So, other than that, 
Paul, I have two other small announcements to make. That'll be mini topics before we get into our last topic. Uh, one of which is we're going to pull another name for the cursed Luke Skywalker contest and hope that we can finally get a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the last time I was on, you had announced a winner that also was not the first time. Yeah. And they this also did pick third. up their prize, huh? <laughs> I think this is our third or fourth. Yeah. I'm kind of upset. <laughs> I literally can't even give Luke away. Well, I hope those people are okay. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope I didn't just, like, do a death note or something where, like, everyone I drew from a name, something terrible happened to them and they couldn't respond. But, all right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, here and just, here, here's the bowl with pieces of paper that have names on them. And I'll just draw one out here. Ha! And it is Jamie Muth. You are the winner of exclusive Luke Skywalker, I hope. Congratulations. Hopefully Woo. that's not a real curse because I actually know Jamie. I would hate for something bad to happen to him. <laughs> that would, yeah, I was going to say that would suck. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and shoot me a message, Jamie, and we'll get you all hooked up with Luke. I usually see him pretty active on, uh, I think, Legion Academy's uh Thing. I think that's where I know him from. I don't know. I'll have to remember. But yep. I know I've seen the name before. Um, and not just from this contest. But anyway. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I think I've, I think I've seen him, like, in the in the chats, like, on yeah, I think shows. Yeah, I think he's usually on the chats in the shows. He's, he's yeah. pretty active. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations. Um, hope you're listening so you, knew, so you know that you won. And uh, just message me, and we'll uh, we'll get you all hooked up with Luke. And I hope I don't have to say that again next month to someone else. <laughs> all right. That aside, the other announcement I'd like to make is Bob and I are going to be throwing an event, not in Muncie, that hopefully the rest of you would like to go to. It's a little convention that a lot of people are sleeping on this year because they've decided it's not worth it called Gen Con. And I tell you what, any year that Gen Con's going to be hosting something in person, I'm going. Because I've just had such a blast in the past that it's just too good to pass. Did I perfectly triple rhyme? <laughs> is it is it rhyming when you just use the same word? No, I didn't, though. Past and pass. Oh, man, I'm so good. Anyway. Oh, gosh. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the... Uh, the event is going to be run through uh, uh, Bob, a friend of Bob's. He ran it last year. It was basically just like a, I, I think it's like a store or something or a friend of his that like runs a Legion uh, event that he did last year. I don't remember the exact story now, so I'll have to get more details on that. And he's not here to give them, of course, because he's off prancing about in the galaxy somewhere. But anyway, the event is going to be on Friday. If anyone wants to still show, I know that Fantasy Flight canceled and Atomic Mass canceled and, you know, Paizo's not going to be there. Uh, trying to think who, I think Modifus already backed out too. So, I mean, like, there's a bunch of people that aren't going to be there. Uh, and we get that. But let me pose this for you. If you're still considering Gen Con or you kind of wrote it off, but you, I can still change your mind, hear this out. My girlfriend was also is also like on some of the active pages where people, you know, just talk about Gen Con in general. And everyone's saying that this is going to be the year 
for small game for like small companies and like this the the indie developers of game of board game world basically so there's a lot of small companies that like haven't been discovered yet or that haven't really taken off as big as you know the big name companies that this is going to be their year to shine and i'm excited for that that sounds like a blast to me i'm going to go through the vendor hall and i'm going to see faces and names that i've never seen before because there are people that are posting like oh this is going to be the year where i get a booth and then like i've seen a bunch of people that are talking about like this is the year where they're finally going to take off and they're that they're launching all their they're launching their line of products so this is going to be like brand new i'm gonna feel like walking like i'm walking through an alternate dimension you know where all these board game companies already took off somewhere else because they're all at gen con with their booths and everything and everyone who we do all the big names who we do have just aren't there so it'll be super weird and super awesome and i'm loving it i'm excited for it plus there's legion on friday if you want to at least come for a day come on friday and check out legion come hang out with bob and i we'll find we'll find some stuff to give you i'm trying to get some i'm trying to get more alt art cards printed because we finally run dry on our our first run of uh the alt art Rex that we had of, of Bob's artwork. And we've actually got three more cards in the shoot that I'm trying to finish. I want to finish them in time so we can get them all printed. And I would love to give them out at the event for just anybody who shows up. So yeah, that'd be really cool. I have, I have one of the Rexes and yep. I, I really like it. I think I've got one more to give that I can give out besides I'm going to, I'm also sending one to our contest winner whoever it may be better be Jamie uh <laughs> third or fourth times the charm I'm also yeah so I'm also gonna send one of those out but then I think after that I only have like one more to give out before we need to print another run and but yeah I'm working on three more alt arts that'll be that'll be fun business I hope it's gonna be I hope I hope we have a dice time on the Friday of Gen Con, and I hope everyone's there to see it and have fun with us. If you if you don't want to play in the event, or I don't know how the tickets and stuff's going to shake out yet, because I don't have all the details, because it I don't even think they have all the details ironed out yet. But we know that Friday will be the day where Legion will be at Gen Con, so come on out if you're if you're still considering it. Come say hi, or play some Legion. Do whatever you want. It's going to be great. All right, Paul. Final topic of the day, and we'll try to keep it relatively brief because we both have places to be, but let's talk about, as I look around here and I see what this AA5 has the space for, I've, I've got to point out that despite all the rust and the mold and the missing panels and whatever that is and all the parts that I were told were here that aren't here and the gunshots... Then the burns, and the acid damage, and the loose wire. You know, okay, aside <laughs> from all this, I think there's a lot of potential here, and I think this is pretty good. So, I know that the AA5 has recently come out. I bought mine. Oh, obviously, obviously I bought mine. But uh, I bought my Model 1, and I, it's currently about in the same state as this one is, where it's unpainted and untouched, and you're kind of wondering why. And the reason is because I have a lot of LED work that I have to do, and I'm intimidated to start it. But I'm going to get there because I am so excited to pimp out my truck. But as for somebody who's already got theirs assembled and painted, which I've seen plenty of, well done to you. Props to you. I have not seen a bad AA5 on the page yet. They all look beautiful. But, Paul, when you actually slap it down on the table, 
there's there comes a question. There's a stack of cards that come with this expansion box. Oh yeah. What cards should you be using for what? What kind of loadouts should we be seeing in AA fives? And how many of those cards should you just throw away? No, I'm just kidding. No blanket statements. Actually, I don't think any of these cards should be thrown away. <laughs> I agree. Actually, I think they all have a good place. But uh, and, so if well, you if if you were slapping an AA five on the table tomorrow, what's it, what does it look like? Oh my gosh, that's such a tough question. <laughs> well, I, depend. Make it make it situational for the list that you would play tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, I think there's a lot of different things you can do with this thing. I mean, it it comes at a fairly cheap price point to start at seventy five points. It's not bad for an eight health armor vehicle. Yeah, it's pretty especially good. on something on on a big base like the the Gav tank. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's quite large. Um, and there's so many good upgrade cards here. And while there are some upgrade cards that you're probably just not going to run on the AA5, um, there are other upgrades that you know are just going to be so good that. Um, I, I don't know that you've <laughs> taken AA5 without them, I, it's, but it's so hard to choose because they, they're limited to the slots in there. So, like, right. which ones do you take and which ones do you leave at home? Um, I I know that there's uh, people in my local group who are all excited to throw Wookiee Warriors in there and just oh, use yeah. that truck as a Wookiee Warrior oh, yeah. delivery system. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, and they're taking that reckless driver so that way they can run over stuff on top of the Wookiees jumping out and, and cutting you up. Um, you know, that you have um, the the medic in there. I mean, so good just for the points. 12 points to have, you know, uh, a, essentially a, a wound removal every turn yeah. for the entire game. Mm-hmm. It takes an action, yes, but seems seems pretty worth it <laughs> um to be able to heal that much the uh, that that unorthodox tactician too just passing out the potential to pass out all those aims mm-hmm. um that that's the slot the the like um people that you can put inside of your truck the crew slots yeah those are the hard ones because those two are really good that i already mentioned the medic and the tactician yep. but then you have stuff like the i think the I think the refurbished gonk droid is one of the best upgrades um, for that slot. I agree. I um uh, that refurbished gonk droid just giving you shield to two for ten points. The, the way I kind of look at it is is it essentially makes your first two saves red saves like for yep. that for that AA five because every turn you get to roll two red dice and on blocks you get to you know get a, an inactive shield token back. Yeah, I mean, I just... And then the unstable R5 Astromech with the uh, one-time use, perform an attack or a move, and then roll three black dice and suffer one wound for each hit and crit result. I'm just like, that extra attack or move could be huge because you you threaten your opponent with that... Well, with the threat of that, that you can do that for six points, which is super amazing. I love it. There's not a bad... I, I feel like there's not a bad card you can take in the crew anything you put in crew is going to make the thing so like double the points you're putting into it as far as that upgrade absolutely like i would almost pay twice the cost of whatever these upgrades are and and i honestly and i think those slots i think those slots are always going to be filled in the aa5 i don't think you have to put a gun on it um i don't think the guns are bad um 
they might be a little pricey for what yeah, like steep. for what you want on them, but they're not bad. So I could, but I could see you running without a weapon, but yeah. I can't see you running with no crew. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> they're just too good to pass up. And for and also, the, some... the price points are really low too, in my <laughs> mind, for what they do. Yeah. There's also three new pilots that this expansion brought us. Absolutely. Uh, we have another Wookiee, as the Outer Rim Speeder Jockey is a Wookiee. Now we also have the Hotshot Pilot Wookiee, who is a Rebel-only, Repulsor Vehicle-only, and just gained Sharpshooter 1, which is awesome. I think oh, that's absolutely. great. It's super great. And again, There's, it's just Repulsor Vehicle. It's not yes, just the A5. The, yeah. the Land Speeder or the, uh, the Air Speeder. Yep, absolutely. Super both good. both would benefit from that, right? Oh yeah. Um, same uh, same thing with the refurbished Gonk and the unstable Astromech. Like those guys can also go in the land speeder. So again, yeah. like yeah, really yeah. increasing the value of that land speeder. And then we got Shriv, my boy Shriv, who's a field commander, the first field commander for Rebels at ten points. And a free action to choose a friendly trooper unit that you're transporting or arrange one to two, and it gains a dodge token, and it may gain a suppression token, because some rebels like that. Yeah, it's so it's so good, his ability. And it's just a free action every turn. Doesn't doesn't exhaust when you use it. You know, it, it's a really solid field commander for 10 points. And then the best one, the Reckless Driver. <laughs> Six points. Activate, perform a compulse move. You can't reverse. And the first time you displace an enemy unit, roll a white die for each mini in the unit, and they suffer a wound for each block. Super fun. That's, I was just going to say, that just seems super fun to me, right? It is. You just, you just take your big truck and you run people over with it. So I think the first time I run this truck, I want to put either Wookiees or Fleets in it. Yep. I want to have the other unit right behind them using it as cover as best I can. And then I want to put in the, the reckless driver, the refurbished gonk droid. Those two for sure. Cause those two are my favorite upgrades on this thing for sure. Yeah. Um, and then optionally, the two things I'm considering are depending on my command hand, I might put an onboard comms channel in for three points. Yeah. Just basically giving an order to the truck. You also give an order to what's inside, which seems super good. Uh, I love the control of both what's in and what's in the truck and the truck itself is Absolutely. very critical. And then at least to my playstyle. And then I'm also considering the heavy laser retrofit actually because most mainly because the other gun is too much is too many points for me. At 36 points I'm just going to buy four more rebels. That's uh, true. Uh and it's not an overwhelmingly amazing dice pool because I don't think the AA5 surges to hit. It does not. So it's not, it, it's a very, it's very much just a 50. No, not even a 50, 50. I don't think it's just like a, yeah, it's, it's like, 50, 50 on black. Yep. Oh yeah. Surge, yeah. 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 It, you're right. It is. So yeah, it's just a 50, 50 on black, which not super awesome when you're gambling that much. So and it's like, and it's just too much. So I mean, for, I'm, yeah, twenty points less, you you take the heavy laser. And and the only reason I'm considering the heavy laser is because even with my reckless driver, when I move, I'm gonna get him like to my opponent's line on like turn two, 
Because I'm gonna like you're gonna like triple move turn one, or you might just double move or something. I don't know. But you might then, be able to, yeah, you get the compulsory and move and be right there in your opponent's deployment. <laughs> right. And you're going to get there, like, turn two. Now, here's the thing. You can't reverse or anything. And unless you want to spend the whole game only doing moves just to re- just to try and reposition yourself to displace your opponent, I feel like there's going to be some dead turns where you're just not going to be able to do a move that'll get you there or that you need to sit for a spot that you might just be able to take a free out of cover shot. Yeah. With three with 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 a gun. And I think the other gun is too expensive and doesn't have like the proper potential it could. Whereas the lever, heavy laser retrofit, I feel like I'm at least going to get a shot or two. Yeah. I think I don't know. I think that the great thing about the weapons is we've seen a lot of weapons so far on heavies that are fixed front. And yeah, and these, these are, are not unfixed. Yeah. Yep, it's just on that rotating turret on top of the the truck. So, um, it it just gives a lot of versatility for when you do want to take that weapon and take those shots at whatever you need to. Not gonna lie, I do want to. Nobody's talking about it, but I would love to see people play with wedge or even more so Ryder Azadi as the pilot in this and, thing. And bump it up to speed two move. and do a speed two with the speeder truck <laughs> be so great that'd be, be such so a hilarious. big move i know <laughs> yeah that's pretty that's pretty interesting yeah i think i think if i had to pick if i was gonna run this tomorrow yep i'm gonna put um i'm gonna put the the reckless driver as my pilot mm-hmm. i'm gonna put the, the refurbished gong droid for the shields and I'm probably putting the unorthodox tactician um, for it's those really aims. Good. Yeah, the the thing that's the best about it, I think, and something I didn't realize until I played against it, was that it's at the start of the activation phase. It's not at the start of its activation. So the A5 yeah. doesn't even have to go to pass out those aims. Exactly. So yeah, it's it's really good to get some free aims on some other things early in the round and then your truck just sits there i kind of view this truck like to me uh, i haven't seen anybody paint theirs like this but um uh i'm 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 shamelessly stealing from a a guy in chicago um that i saw do his fleets up like uh, a swat team he even gave like one of them a riot shield nice. and stuff, and so I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna do that on mine. And to me, this AA5 is the is the SWAT van, like it is the mobile command center. <laughs> so you got this unorthodox tactician, you know, passing out aims to the rest of your army. You got your little SWAT team of what I say fleet troopers, yeah, right. you know, um, you know, in your van to get dropped off, and that's such a such a big dice. I mean those units that's what you want when this truck right yeah you want to get those units that you had a hard time getting in and getting value out of in safely and putting them behind an eight health armored vehicle keeps them safe for a long time and even if the vehicle blows up you only take one wound so if you have a six-man squad you're just you're dropping off a five-man squad extra guy yeah yeah <laughs> um it's funny that you seven points right like who cares yeah right <laughs> it's funny that you mention um like custom fleet troopers because I actually recently bought the other two fleets that I needed in order to do my skirmish list where I have like four fleets and I've decided one of the fleets I'm dedicatedly going to paint to be my, uh, my AA five fleet troopers. Nice. Like in case I, in case I, um, field them in, in the bus. 
or next to it because yeah. if in case nobody's heard, I'm making a party bus. It's going to be great. There's LEDs, there's music. It's going to be awesome. I can't uh, wait. So appro- so appropriately I needed some like very fly looking fleet troopers who were going to go in here. So they're going to have like purple shirts with white vests and white jackets <laughs> yes. and like khaki pants. And I did a lot of green stuff work on my leader. So he's so he I adjusted his arm that's like up in the air, like doing the hold or like whatever pose. And I cut off like his thumb, his wrist, his elbow, and I readjusted every I modeled him a new thumb. I readjusted everything so he looks like he's holding something else that I green stuffed, some sunglasses to his eyes, so he's got some shades on now. <laughs> Oh boy, I can't. Man, I, I cannot. Can't wait yeah, to see I gotta prime bus. that and paint it just to see how it looks because the green stuff is a little deceiving, and I don't know if I made his arm in proper proportion, but it's Legion, whatever. Three feet away, it'll look great. So, I'm very excited to get that. I'm debating if I want to do their helmets white with like instead of the black, if I want to do it gold. I'm still debating. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm thinking about it because I know there's gonna be gold trim on their on their armor somewhere here and there. But yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun. So we both actually already played a game against an AA5 as well. Um, Do you want to talk about your game that you played with an AA5? And I'll talk about mine, and then we can go ahead and wrap up. Yeah. um, So I played a game um, against Richie, the guy that I talked about earlier that we just got done playing. Welcome back Um, to the show. You've been gone for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I I invited him over to my house the day after I lost to him on TTS and gave him a thorough thrashing um, in in our game where he played an AA5 uh, speeder truck and I actually uh, played a clone list that had two lats and triple barks in it. Um, Oh, we got lat experience too. Yeah, so um, here's what I will say. The list that I was running had a lot of anti-armor in it. Um, Both of the lats had the armor-piercing shells, two of my barks had rocket launchers, and one of my Phase 1 clone troopers had a rocket launcher. I will say that even with all the anti-armor that I had, with that gonk droid in there and, you know, the 8 health, it still took me a full turn of of anti-armor shots into that truck. To take it down. Plus, I had to get the, like, jump on the first turn, and I fire-supported my rocket troopers into my rocket bark to do the last, like, three wounds to it. Fun. So, it like, it was... It, it still took a lot of effort to take down. And at the end of that, I really hadn't killed anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yes, right, it was right. 100 points off the table, but there was he didn't have anything inside of it. He was just using it to block all his troopers that were oh, behind Oh, he didn't it. even transport anything in it. No. Oh, interesting. He was just using it more as like a mobile wall. He had a very like a like a gun line rebel yeah, yeah. like force essentially. Interesting. Yeah, so it was a, it was an interesting list. So what I want to say is all of those upgrades that come in that AA5, as much as I had to focus on that AA5, one thing that happened in that game, and one of the things I think is really strong with one of these upgrades is that unstable astromech. He actually also had a land speeder that had the rocket launcher, the unstable astromech, 
and the ion gun on the front of it. And he was actually able to use the unstable astromech on turn one and double tap one of my lats. So it had two ion before it could even go. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, he did five wounds to it and two ion. So I I, I essentially just wrote off that lat for the first turn. I said, well, that lat's going to sit there. I'm just going to eat that ion. Um, because you did five damage to it, I need to use R2 to repair it so it'll stay alive rather than get any like use out of it this turn. Um, so I was able to kill the AA5, but then I still had this land speeder that was messing with me, uh-huh. and he rolled for that unstable astromech and didn't roll any damage. Ah. Oh. Jeez. So he got he got a free shot for nothing for the Dang. price of nothing. Not that it mattered too much because R two was riding in the land speeder to repair it. So uh-huh. um, yeah, it's just that there's some really good upgrades in there. It definitely makes the the A five truck worth getting due to just all the other stuff that you get in there as well. And the fact that, I don't know how many people know this, but there's two copies of a lot of cards in there. Mm-hmm. So by buying the AA5 truck, you get two copies of like um, the Outer Rim Speeder Jockey, the Hotshot Pilot, the Refurbished Gonk Droid, the Unstable Astromech. Um, so you get two copies of all of those. So you can you can run the a five and then you can also put some of those upgrades in either one of your air speeders that you have, you know, with one of those pilots, like the new hotshot pilot, if you want, or you can deck out a land speeder in a different way than you normally would with some of these, you know, droids and stuff. Um, there's some really interesting things that you can do. Um, again, like Shriv too, as some of the pilots, like Shriv doesn't have to be in the a five. He can be yeah. in any heavy. Mm-hmm. So that's really good for rebels. I mean, you, you're essentially putting a field commander in any of your heavy units that you want. Oh, um, yeah. Instead of having to take a commander, which Shriv's, you know, Shriv's I know, probably my pilot for any other vehicle besides the AA5, probably. Yeah, I don't I don't think he goes in the AA5 too often. Um Unless it's your only heavy that you're bringing for some reason. Um, I really like Shriv in a land speeder. I think he's yeah. he's really good with that because the land speeders also can you know carry um, a, a person in it. I really like putting Luke in in the land speeder, and and Shriv really helps Luke out by giving him a dodge token. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah, it's uh, so there's a, there's a lot of really good upgrades in there. Um, the A5 I think is really good in general, but I think that a lot of those upgrades are also going to be really good in you know the land speeder, some of those pilots in the the air speeder. So yeah, a lot a lot of good stuff in there. Well, so what happened to I, your game? Well, before I get to that, I want to jump in something real quick that I didn't jump in earlier on the uh, on the upgrades. I wanted to talk about because I think I think I've talked about it before, but I just wanted to point it out again. With I'm loving, absolutely loving, and I want to see them do more of this. I want this to be more of the faction identity that Rebels has. All these cards that are really gambly. So Lando was like the first kind of view we got on that. I mean, sure. not even if, if we go back, it's like uncanny luck with Han. But, and like danger sense and stuff. But like really, the stuff with Lando, Lando's command cards and some of the stuff that he does is very gimmicky and very, 
uh, and very gambly because you're rolling dice to see the outcomes of stuff. Uh, yeah, but it could backfire drawer, on you. <laughs> right, it can backfire on you. It can it can pay off for you huge, big time, but it can also backfire on you, and I love that stuff. The gonk droid, uh, you roll the red dice at the end phase to see if you even get shields back or if you don't. Yeah, you there's know? no guarantee. There's no guarantee. And like then, everything like, else gets it on either they, they recharge naturally or when you recover or... Yeah, yeah. And, and then this one's like, oh, it, it might, you know? Yep. And then the and then the astromech, you might just do wounds to yourself when you do that attack because you have to roll the dice and see. And it's like stuff like that. It feels so rebel. Oh yeah. And it absolutely. also is so much fun. At least I love I love all the gamble mechanics in Legion. All the stuff where it's just like, well, this could either be really great or really bad. Let's find out. Because that's just like that's what you do when you roll a die. And this is like the extreme version of it. Because yeah. now it's going to do a great effect or a bad effect, and it's all like, and it's so thematically perfect because that's what the rebels are doing all the time is they're throwing their lives on the line and they're kind of just hoping that the force lets them win. Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's two more. Like this truck is full of them because you got the unorthodox tactician that you roll dice to see if you get aims. Yeah. Like you could you could just blank out and get nothing. You just spent ten points or an upgrade that does nothing. You know. Um, yeah. And even the medic. The medic's really good. You spend that action to heal, but then you're also rolling dice to see how much suppression they get. Right. Like on right. that. So if you did it into like your core, you know, you're just your rebel, rebel troopers at Courage 1, and you roll those two white dice and, you, you know, you get paint, it's like, oh, man, now they have two suppression and they're not going to be able to, you know, probably take two actions like I want them to. Exactly, right. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I really like the gambling. I really like the... You know, the, the thought of some of it just not working as intended, right? You got the refurbished gonk droid that, you know, sometimes it's going to work great for you, and other times you're going to be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, help me out here. This piece of junk. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, that's very rebel. I, yeah, I like that. Exactly. Um, it's it. I, I love it thematically. God, the AU5 is just a big uh, slot machine now that I'm looking at it. Now that I'm looking at all the upgrades that, that gamble on it, it's just yeah, well, a rolling even, casino. Even the driver, the reckless driver, right? You roll a bunch of white dice to see if you kill yeah. anything when you run them over. <laughs> like, every it's just thing a, in, tons of gambling. <laughs> I mean, the quad laser is just a crapshoot. Well, that wasn't as intended, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I think that's fun. Like, it makes me want to run an AA5 just with all the gambling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the, the driver... Like you got, you know, like the, the gonk droid or even, uh -huh. yeah, the gonk droid, like I said, the gonk droid tactician, or you do like the tactician medic. So it's just like every turn you're just doing all of this stuff and just hoping you get something good <laughs> out of it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, oh, there was one upgrade I wanted to put on an AA5 that I didn't talk about on my reckless driver gonk droid build. Super cheap. Five points. Amazing upgrade. I would love to use it. Comms jammer. Oh, yes, absolutely. Be absolutely. Because that reckless driver is meant to be in your opponent's line. So why not just make it make their lives even worse so they and can't even issue orders to each other? And how big is that base? <laughs> like, yeah. It's so huge. Range one of that base. It's kind of your whole line. So have yeah, fun. 
Yeah, a, a droid player is just gonna cry when yeah. you come at them with that pilot and uh and a comms jammer. <laughs> it's like, no, my battle droid line. <laughs> they all have to attack the AA five and it has full armor. <laughs> and the and I get to roll six or seven or eight dice every time I run over one of your units. <laughs> well, just the first time. Right, no, that's uh, right. yeah, like but yeah, every but, turn. But, but yeah, like six times, hopefully. Well, five or six, hopefully, in a game. Yeah, that and against droids, it's just that, you know, you have that many more chances to, to kill something, right? And so. even against droids, against any army, if you kill one model, that it makes its points back. Oh, it's good, yeah. Because Reckless Driver is six points. six points? Yeah, yeah like, that's like the cost of a battle droid. Yep, one battle droid So you droid kill literally points. any model in any army, in any faction, in any unit, and you made your points back, and more. And, and again, it gives you a compulsory move, so it gives you an extra move. So, like, if you had something, like, if you do have the medic in there and you want to be healing, well, guess what? Now that reckless driver gives you that extra action, quote-unquote, with the, right. you know, with that free move that you right. can now sacrifice that action for the medic if you want to. So, yeah, there's there's some fun stuff with it, for sure. The only sad part about that is not re- not being able to reverse because that would be super easy to just go forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. I've I've had yeah. it done to me with a gav tank. The the thing <laughs> is, is there is you know you can do reposition, which you know helps a lot. Yeah, exactly. So you get that free pivot, you know, before or after a standard move. Yeah, which so that's is not gonna help a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, the, and the thing that's interesting about, I mean, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but the way it reads here on the reckless driver is you don't get the choice like you would a normal with compulsory other move. yeah, compulsory to do it at the yeah. beginning or the end. You this reads like you have to do it right at away. At the beginning, yep. Yeah. Before you do your two actions. Because yeah, that the old compulsory move. The ways of old. Yes, yes, absolutely. But anyway. I think but I oh, think with ahead. that reckless driver, you still have even if you have to do the compulsory move and you can't reverse, you could compulsory move, do a pivot, you know, fifty to like half or whatever quarter of the way around, and then you could reposition again and then move right back to where you were, right? Yep. So it's not that bad, and then you still have an action if you have a gun on there or something that you want to shoot. Yep. So I, I think pretty much you can just stay where you want to. <laughs> can you take a standby in the AA5? Yes, you can, because it's a it's a hover ground vehicle. Because it's hover ground. Yep. Woof. So you could do a standby. Well, let's see. Um... I don't know. I know it's like it's in a weird territory because it's hover ground, but it's also oh wait no, you can reverse and standby. It's just straight on the card. Never mind. Whoops. Yeah. Right. It, I, I I'll was stop being to, stupid, guys. I promise. I was looking at the reckless driver because I was wondering if you could stand by and get to run over guys again, but it says the first time during your yeah, it's only the first time. Just... But if you're in such a position where you do two moves, but and then like. Your opponent would go right there, but they're not there yet, and you need them to get into your range. You could take that standby, and then whenever they move into your range, then you can do it. Because you're not going to lose that standby, because you have to take suppression to lose the standby. Right. Or just set yourself up for next turn when you compulsory to compulsory back into where you want to be. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of cool options with it, for sure. So anyway, uh, my game against it was uh, probably a lot different than what some people expected. 
I actually played a game against an AA5 in skirmish. Ooh. So my opponent, who I last time I went to Muncie, was the day after the AA5 came out. And my opponent, uh, I believe it was Will, um, had, uh, he's a local, uh, had his AA5 assembled, not painted, not even glued. I think it was dry fit together, which you can do. <laughs> and it was all good to go. I think some of it was glued and some of it was not. But I was like, I was just gawking at it because it was the first AFI that I'd ever seen in person. So I was asking him like a million questions at the start of our game. I was just like, yeah. oh, man, how was this? How was Because I'm I've been so excited for the for the truck to come out. So I've been like, I, I'm asking all these questions like, oh, what size is this? Oh, what are the dimensions on this? Oh, how was this to put together? What? How many pieces are this in? How's the doors? You know that. So I did a lot of that, and I, he was just like answer, patiently answering all my questions while we were supposed to be playing. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then we got to playing. Um, uh, that month I had played uh, my classic uh, Han and Chewie and friends in skirmish, which is Han Solo, Chewbacca a unit of Wookiee warriors, a unit of fleet troopers, and then two units of rebels. And they didn't have that bad a time taking down the AA-5. Now, granted, my opponent made a small miscalculation when he brought his list to the table. I saw an AA-5, I saw the rebel, the generic rebel officer, two units of Z-6 rebels, and two units of Tauntauns. And I went, I have no idea what he's going to put in the truck. Is he going to put a Z6? I guess he's going to put a Z6 unit in the truck. Because, uh, oh, he was he had the reckless driver and the gonk droid and the quad laser okay. equipped on him. He also had the, yeah, so he had a he had the quad laser on the A5 as well. So I was like, all right. So he's got a big gun on that too. So awesome. Can't wait. And as I look through, as we're deploying, he looks at me and he's like, so the Tauntauns can go in the AA5, right? And I've, like, just about lost my marbles. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, no, they can't, because they're creature troopers. Creature troopers can't embark or disembark. But I was freaking out, because I was like, man, can you imagine the destructive power of a Tauntaun <laughs> that got to make it safely to its objective through an AA-5? Ooh. I mean, and then we looked at the models, and we were like, you know, in all honesty, in, like, real life, Taunt, these two Tauntauns could both fit in the AA-5, like, if they crouched oh, down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were, like, looking at it. We were like, man. And <clears throat> he was, sorry. And he was talking about it. He was like, you know, they ought to change it so that we can, like, embark and disembark creature troopers. I'm like, I agree, but to a point. Because, like, a do-back on the back of a gav seems cool, but also very <laughs> silly. Tauntauns yeah. running out of the back of your AA-5 sound awesome. But also seems silly, so I don't know. I will maybe say that the A five is big and is big enough to hide a tauntaun on the other side of it. So that's true, and you he can still end up use doing it. That. Yeah, you can and still he use did it that. to bring your tauntauns up. So so he did. So after that, he ended up. He was like, "Well, all right," and he ended up putting a Z six unit in there because what else was he gonna do? Uh, so he put a Z six unit in there, and the truck came right down the board, and. I had everybody shooting at it as best I can. Well, I, not everybody. I had a lot of people repositioning on turn one, but uh, like Han was getting to cover. Chewie was just up on a up on height one terrain, and he was just taking pot shots with the bowcaster. And he actually did three damage to the AA5 in my opening volley, or he would have. He or he would have. He did on his second shot. He 
ended up doing he ended up taking out the shields and then or someone took out the shields and then i think chewy shot and did like three wounds i remember that was a huge opening for me was like chewy with the impact and like his surge to crit and everything he just like opened up with three wounds on the a5 in turn one and i was like wow that's a big start for me uh and then Going into turn two, he dropped his rebels off and then drove forward, ran over my rebels, and I think killed a guy. And I was like, yeah, my first reckless driver death. <laughs> I received it, but I got to see it, and that's cool. So I was, I was all excited to see this A5, like, lighting everything up and shooting the quad laser. The quad laser did not perform as well as he had hoped, which is about what I expected from it. Uh, I was telling him earlier, I was like, yeah, I kind of feel like the thing's overcosted. And he's like, ah, I feel it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty powerful dice pool. And then like, as the game went on, he was kind of more in the line of, yeah, it didn't quite perform the way I was hoping. So maybe, it, maybe I will swap it out for something else. So if we have a, if we have a rebel RRG, we might, or points, points update at some point before the end of the year, I'm, uh, the quad laser might come down a couple points. I don't know, but it might be right where they want it. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, then it was basically a team effort of because that he had to do that compulse move. He ended up getting in a weird angle where the front was facing Chewie and Han, but he wasn't going to be able to run over them because of how they were on terrain. And then uh, the re- and then my and I had a unit of Z6 rebels um, back behind the truck because of how he positioned it. So they were getting that rear arc impact too. And between the Z6 Rebels, Han and Chewie, all shooting at this thing with all their might. I think I had the thing killed by the end of turn two or the start of turn three. So, yeah, yeah the thing, if if you have anti-armor in it, like Paul Paul said that it took him quite a bit. But if you have anti-armor in it, like in dice shake out, you know, it's white dice. It's white surge dice. So, I mean, it's not like it's going to save every time. Uh and and you know if you have peer if you can shoot at it with peers like Han was just piercing it so it's like that's e- even easier. Yeah. But you can you can real oh and he didn't re he didn't get any shields back on his on his roll. At the yeah, end see of turn it just one. feels bad there. Yeah, so it just feels bad. And then I just kind of gunfired the rest of it down into the ground. So yeah. Uh, so I mean I took it I I feel like I took it out pretty easily. Um. I still, you know, I still had to pump a bunch of dice into it, obviously, and, and and commit a lot of units to it, especially in skirmish. That thing was on my board edge on turn two. Oh yeah. Like, cause it's a shorter board. Well, I mean, it's I guess it's not shorter if you're going like battle lines, but it would be like long edge. So. Right. But that thing can go from long edge to long edge, like in two turn, and like be there at turn two. Oh yeah, for sure. So, and, I, and I think the other be thing aware, too... be aware of the threat range of that truck. Oh, yeah, it's huge for sure. I think the thing, too, to keep in mind is that, you know, I didn't play against my opponent, did not have a bunch of repair in here Uh in his list, but Rebels have access to the cheapest, like, repair Uh (laughs) unit, and it's not hard for them to throw it in there, and then it's protected, like, behind that big wall of the AA-5, you know, they just run up and heal. So if you can't do quite a bit of damage to it, you know, it could sit around for a while. And if all of a sudden that gonk droid gets multiple turns of getting shields back, it's like that eight health turns into, you know, 16 to 20 really quick. Yeah. If you, if you don't have any other, uh, 
targets for the AA5, like to for for carrying. If you're not running any Wookies or Fleets or Jedi that you want to trans transport, you can uh, you can always take R2. And while he can't heal you while he's in it, he can always hop out and heal it. Or you can wait until the thing's really low, or you're near the secret mission or something, and he can hop out and heal. And then go for secret mission or something like that. Or you can just run him kind of like alongside. Or you can put him in a land speeder. Yep. And run the land speeder next to the truck. That That's what I actually... When I'm building Rebelist right now... Don't get me wrong. I have two lats and two AA5s like in the boxes. Like sitting here ready to go to put together. Yep. I'm excited to put them together and, and play with them and stuff. But I definitely think the... The list that I'm I'm building for Rebels right now um, don't have two AA5s. They have one AA5 and one land speeder, usually with R2 in that in that uh, co-pilot seat, so yeah. he can run around and, and heal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, being in that, in that it's just land such speeder. a good. It's just such fun. The AA5 just offers so much fun for Rebel lists right now of all different kinds. Yeah, and I think the land speeder is a good like. Um, support unit both for supporting with firepower and you know bringing some other characters like R2 along that can help that AA5 do that a little bit more um, and can easily you know like easily keep up with it uh-huh. with that with that reckless driver compulsory move and stuff so it's yeah, a lot of fun there's there's a lot of good upgrades a lot of a lot of fun lists to to try yeah. I know Joe's really high on the LAAT, so it's only fair that you and I are high on the A5. I, I'm I'm high on the lats too. Uh, there's there's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff with them. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I, en- I enjoyed running the double lat triple bark uh, clone list. It was <laughs> it was pretty cool because essentially the maj- like half of my trooper units were protected in lats the entire game until I wanted them to come out. And so, like, it just forced my opponent to shoot at my vehicles, which is, uh, like, one of the things that you want. You'd rather have your vehicles taking wounds rather than your trooper units. So, yeah, and that's the same thing the AA-5 does. The AA-5 helps, you know, put wounds on a vehicle that you're like, yeah, if it dies, I mean, yeah, it's good. (laughs) But if it dies, like, all my units that are doing things are still there. Doing things, right. Yeah. So, (sighs) yeah. Very cool. I'm excited to see what people come up with. Yeah. Any other closing thoughts on the AA5 or anything else we talked about, Paul? Um, just I, I'm super stoked to see all the like paint jobs that people are doing. I've seen yeah, yeah. You know, like the A Team bus. Uh-huh. I've seen um the old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van. Yeah. And, that one like, was yeah, awesome. There's there's so much stuff. Um, that uh, I've seen uh the like bright green like ambulance <laughs> yeah i saw the ambulance i saw the taxi the school yeah. bus yep yep yeah there's some really fun stuff people are doing a lot of cool things like i said i i think i might paint one of mine up as like a a swat um oh yeah like command and you should orbesh swat or spec oh, yeah. ops or something yeah, on the my, side uh, yeah my uh my fleet troopers i'm going to you know write swat uh, in Arabesh on their so, like that back little like plate that they have they have that little like rectangle on the back of their jackets or uh-huh. whatever oh yeah, yeah that's oh that's so perfect yep <laughs> yeah oh, so I'm gonna I love do that. that yeah so I, I definitely think I'm gonna do that with one of mine and make a little SWAT truck for my fleet so troopers good. <laughs> so good 
All right. Well, oof. All right. This that smells getting strong, so I think we probably ought to wrap up or at least get out of here. I'm 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 stepping outside. Yeah, I agree. I'm getting a little woozy. All right. Oof. Okay. Well, she's she's not going to be the uh she's not going to be the fastest uh paint job done for sure. We're definitely seeing a lot of awesome hot paint jobs done right now, but when she's done, I'd like to think that she's going to be pretty amazing. I'd like to think she's going to be the showstopper. Well, we're definitely going to have to send some droids to clean this thing up first because it needs some work. That might have to be one of the names I give this bus is the showstopper. I just I just came up with that on the fly, and I kind of like it. <laughs> anyway, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, I hope we have more fun with Team League to bring you more updates, and I hope everyone's enjoying. If you're on a team or if you're just following uh, your favorite players or a team right now, I hope you're having I hope you're having a fun with all the excitement that's going on with that. I hope we get to see you at Gen Con. I would love to meet some of you guys out at Gen Con or just see some familiar faces I haven't seen in a bit because of the COVID and all this stuff going on that we haven't been able to meet. I would love to see everybody there or as many people as as we can. And then I can't wait to see more speeder trucks, Paul. It's just oh, yeah. I can't wait to see more of everything that we talked about today. Yeah, I'm excited to see what people come up with here. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Paul. Thank you yeah, for, thanks for coming me. up once again. And I hope everybody has a dice time doing all the things that we just mentioned and that we talked about today. Go out and make today even better, y'all.